Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Syracuse's second straight loss to Colgate and about a local football product committing to the Orange. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brett Gustin, and our guest today is the Juice Online senior college basketball analyst and 2003 national champion, Andrew Cowie. Andrew, how are you today? Uh, I'm fantastic. It's great to talk to you, and it's great for college hoops to begin. Andrew, it's definitely great that college hoops has started, but then again, it's been a bumpy start for our Orange. We'll get you started on this one. They lost to Colgate 80-68 to on Tuesday night, with the Orange going into half down 14 points. Andrew, you played at Syracuse for four seasons under Jim Beheim. What's that halftime locker room like when they're losing like this? Is it what we think it is with a lot of screaming, or does it use a different tack? You know, it, it, sometimes it's it's a good scream fest. There's no doubt about that. You know, it a little bit just depends on the um, time of the year. And um, there's just a lot of factors in terms of, you know, if he goes, you know, if he's going to just go and scream a lot or is it more of a calm, cool, and collective uh, halftime speech. I'm guessing, given, um, given the halftime and early in the season, that it probably wasn't a calm, cool, and collective halftime speech. Um, I doubt he he probably he probably didn't like call anyone out or pinpointing at certain players because it's again it's early in the season and and it's, I think it was probably more about just intensity and effort and desire and and kind of I, I would guess more on that theme in terms of you know getting out on shooters and just attacking and, and just playing with more aggressiveness. Um, because I think that's probably, you know, where, you know, his competitiveness and, and, you know, we should be able to almost with our athleticism and just skill level, uh, sometimes if you're lacking in the desire and intensity, you know, that can show up and, and give Colgate a kind of comfortability. And when a team like Colgate, who's very, um, high basketball IQ, great shooters, the more they get comfortable in terms of where to go with the ball, movement, and shooting um, and getting shots that they feel comfortable with, you know, the better they're going to play and the more shots they're going to they're gonna knock down. And, and you saw that throughout the whole game. Andrew, Colgate hit 19 of 38 three-pointers. Many of them were very clean looks. What were you seeing there in defense, and why was Colgate able to shoot this well? Well, first off, you have to give Colgate a lot of credit. I mean, if you're watching that game and you're seeing some of the movements in terms of them kind of uh, moving throughout the offense, 
against his own. Uh, I mean, it was a clinic, really, in terms of just just high basketball IQ and moving to the right spots. So first and foremost, I think you have to give them credit. Um, and then secondly, at the end of the day, you know, Syracuse is still uh, fairly young other than Edwards and Joe Girardi in terms of um, just from a defensive side, especially when it comes to zone and just learning, you know, the, how the zone works and how active you have to be that it's not just like a zone when you played in high school. You really have to be moving hands up and reading and reacting and anticipating. And sometimes when you're playing against a team kind of like Colgate with a high basketball IQ and a, and a lot of shooters like that, it, become, it can become difficult if you got if the defense isn't um, kind of ready yet or in true form. And, you know, and then also goes with – you know, player personnel, you know, with Joe, right, with Joe, you know, you could say that maybe he's not the best defensive player because he's so good on offense. So, you know, you have to pair that up with someone who's really good defensively as a matchup uh, on the top of the key. Well, you know, Judah, you know, has a great activity and great um, intensity, uh, but also he's still learning the zone, like learning like the position and, and plays like that. So, I think it's just uh it's just getting you know uh the kinks out of the you know, out of the system and learning and it's just going to take some time and when you give Colgate that kind of comfortable feel you know shooters are going to when the shooters feel comfortable you know that's a that's a recipe for disaster Andrew as bad as the defense was Jim Beheim mentioned after the game that the offense was even worse what was the biggest thing you were seeing and why wasn't Syracuse moving the ball well yeah, I think I think it goes back a little bit to just the, some of the new players and just really getting comfortable in terms of how everyone plays and and just kind of that um, you know that collective uh, team that's just understanding where players are going to be and the movement and who can take over at certain times and so forth and and unfortunately that as much as you practice and that 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 obviously helps but until you you know the game time experience and game experience um is is really the best type of practice and so it's just going to take time because of we need you know we're just going to need the games for for guys to get a better understanding um in terms of you know how everyone plays and and you know you i think we all maybe when watching that game you're you kind of look at it and say maybe you know should we have you know, got the ball to Jesse a little bit more, you know, because of his kind of height advantage and scoring advantage against a team like Colgate. You know, you can always nitpick little things like that. Um, and because we, you kind of know what you're going to get out of Jesse and, and Joe Girard. And I think we all look to like someone like a Benny and Williams in terms of, okay, what, what is he going to, where is he going to go this year? I think we saw some great glimpses. You know, if you would have told me, he, he would have 17 points and eight re- rebounds before the game. Uh, I would assume like Syracuse would win no problem, right? But um, you know, I think Beheim's still kind of figuring out who's going to be that that other forward that complements um, those three. I, I think we know everything about Judah in terms of what he could bring to the team. So um, it's still just a kind of a figuring out process, but. You know, I would let fans know that, you know, look at North Carolina. They're the number one team in the country. They got Babcock and Love coming back. And, you know, against Charleston, they're down at halftime. Last night against uh, Garner-Webb, I mean, it was a close game the whole whole game. So 
it's early days. There's a lot of figuring things out. And when um, you have a lot of new players, they got to figure out how they kind of work with some of the veteran players. So it's, it's a, a, it's a process. And Andrew, we'll get you out of here on this one. Put your coaching hat on here. What does Syracuse need to do after a tough loss like this to tap into their potential and try to put together a good NCAA tournament resume? I think it's continuing to, again, you know what you're going to get out of the four players in terms of Gerard, Judah, Edwards, and Benny, right? Like that's why they're going to be playing 35 plus minutes every game. So I think it's it's still, um, I think the more confidence that Benny Williams gets in terms of, um, you know, in terms of getting offensive rebounds and easy putbacks, early confidence, right, really can expand his overall game in terms of mid-range jumpers, uh, three-pointers, right, and just being active both on the offensive and defensive end. So getting getting that kind of early confidence with him, I think probably, probably want to get Jesse a little bit more involved early in a game, like, you know, so he can, uh, you know, he, you know, that kind of, uh, he, you know, he's, he's a Dutchman. I'm half Dutch, right? We're, we're kind of calm, cool, collective people. So an early <laughs> push, an early, an early push and get him that kind of that aggressiveness uh, that we know we, we've seen come out in games and, and really can dominate. So again, getting those two early uh, involved early. And then I think it's just, as the season goes on, these next kind of, you know, four to six, six to eight games, you know, who is going to emerge um, from a cuff that gives Beheim confidence level for that, for that, you know, that fifth guy who is it an extra forward uh, and another guard. I, I think that's where um, Beheim's going to be looking at, like, who, who can I trust um, for that kind of fifth player? Andrew, thanks so much for coming back on the program. Again, the Juice Online Senior College Basketball Analyst and 2003 National Champion, Andrew Cowie. Andrew, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the start of the college basketball season. We'll catch up with you soon. Uh, Sounds good. Thanks, Wes. Always love chatting with Andrew, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Senior Reporter and my very good friend, Brett Gustin. Brett, how are you today? Good, Wes. How's it going? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, Brett, doing well. And Syracuse lost to Colgate on Tuesday, 80-68. to You were there covering the game from press row. What were your general observations from this game? Well, yeah, I think obviously the biggest thing that stands out when you look at least at the box scores, Colgate shot the lights out, you know, 19 for 38 from three at 50%. But that's really not an excuse, in my opinion, for the effort on defense for Syracuse. I, I didn't feel like they had any intensity or they didn't have any adjustments on Tucker Richardson who was consistently hitting threes, finished with 27 points. And uh, post-game, Benny Williams, he talked about the communication on defense being the key to success, and you just don't see it, whether it's man-to-man or they started in man, but then they switched to zone defense. And no matter what they did, you just there's really no intensity there. They're not talking well, and they're just not getting consistent stops. And you can see it with the amount of wide-open shots Colgate was taking. And it, it makes you wonder, Colgate is just you know, the first team to make Cuse pay for these lack of rotations on defense, and there's going to be a lot of other teams that they play coming up, so it makes you concerned for their future matchups for sure. Brett, you got to chat with a lot of the players in the locker room after the loss. What was the vibe like after the game? Yeah, I think as far as the locker room goes, I, I think there was you know that level of shock losing this second game of the year to Colgate, but I, I really do think there's, there's more disappointment than shock. You know, A lot of these guys, Joe and Jesse and Samir and Benny, this is back-to-back years now being on Syracuse and losing against Colgate at home. And you don't want this to become a reality, but 
the bottom line is Colgate has built their program for this no longer to be really considered an upset. And I think that aspect makes it more of a disappointment. And this is not a one-time thing last year. And, and Bayheim postgame said that Colgate's simply better than us at this point right now in the season. Well, in my opinion, for that to happen, for them right now to be the better team at this point in the season, I think that's just disappointment. So really, more disappointment than shock. And Brett, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Yeah, the bottom line is, in, in as far as just looking at this season, in the opener, you know, they obviously used their big man, Jesse Edwards, a lot more. And then in, against Colgate, he only took six shots. Not a lot of the offense was surrounded by Edwards. And look, when you have a core of guards that really are not known for their shooting, you can't have your big man only take six shots and then shoot eight for 25 from three. It's just not efficient, and it's going to result in the offense that they had. I think the main concern is really – when does this change? You know, who is going to come out as their shooter? Gerard has kind of looked off, and Samir took some threes, and then Beheim told him it's not his game at, at halftime. He said that in the presser. And so he's obviously not a primary shooter, and Mintz isn't really a perimeter shooter. So the, the, really the question is, where does this change? If I think they have to obviously utilize Edwards more in the paint, but as far as their shooting struggles go, it's not something they're just going to fix overnight. So I think that that's going to be a problem all season. I think they honestly have to figure out a much better way to communicate not only on defense but on the offensive end to get the right shots. Brett, my closing thoughts are on Sire Torrance, the brother of Syracuse basketball guard Samir Torrance. Sire plays football at nearby Christian Brothers Academy in Syracuse, your old stomping grounds, Brett. And the 2024 wide receiver committed to the Orange on Wednesday afternoon over an offer from Buffalo. This is Syracuse's earliest commitment in over 10 years. And just a great get for the Orange to get a top prospect to stay at home. Congratulations to Sire on taking the next step in his football career. That's it for us. For Brett Gustin, this is Wes Chang reminding you that I don't like thank you cards because I don't know what else to say. What do I put on the inside? See front. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.